lying about being new because that's as a new agent that's like the question we fear the most right is i'm new right how long have you been in business how long have you been a real estate agent oh i'm i'm new <laughs> that sounds terrible right you don't want to say that are you a new real estate agent ready to learn from industry leaders who were once in your shoes and now want to give back learning tips tricks hacks advice and most importantly of all what to avoid You'll learn the pain of the growth process that has helped them get to where they are today. From seasoned agents to agents who are still new to the game, but growing and scaling their business at a rapid pace. Welcome to the new real estate agent podcast with Ryan Strong. Here we go. Let's kick off another episode of the new real estate agent podcast with myself, Ryan Strong. And on this podcast, we're teaching you all the tips, tricks, advice, and most importantly, things to avoid as a new real estate agent. And you can find me pretty much everywhere, uh, but channeljunkies.com, Channel Junkies on YouTube, Channel Junkies Facebook group. I'm Ryan Real Estate, R-Y-N Real Estate on Instagram. And if you have any questions, you can always shoot me an email, ryan at channeljunkies.com. If it's a question about being new, if it's a question about joining EXP and what we have to offer as your sponsors. However, whichever, that is how you can reach out to me. And so in today's episode, we're going to be talking about three things that you should never do as a new real estate agent. And boy, oh boy, oh man, these are... Uh, all too common <laughs> all too common some i uh have fallen fate uh to myself and just you know done made these mistakes and that's exactly what we talk about here right so a lot of these things that we talk about on this podcast just about all of them are you know things that i have gone through personally as a new real estate agent and i'm trying to help you avoid right but i'm also trying to help you learn and grow and build a massive real estate business as well so without <coughs> further ado Let's go ahead and get into this. Number three, we're going to go backwards, three to one. All right, number three is lie about being new. All right, a lot of times that's the biggest hurdle or objection that we get, and we talk about overcoming objections. That's one of those first ones is lying about being new because that's, as a new agent, that's like the question we fear the most, right, is I'm new, right? How long have you been in business? How long have you been a real estate agent? Oh, I'm, I'm new. <laughs> that sounds terrible, right? You don't want to say that. And and what is that? What do we always think in our head too? Like when we go and uh, we go to the grocery store, and the, you know whoever, if the cashier is new and they're struggling with the register, or uh, we go to a restaurant and the server's new, right? And the service just isn't you know up to par, or maybe it sounds like they're kind of, or it looks like they're kind of fumbling their way through it. These things that that we have experienced with those being new are the reasons why we also fear being new because we don't want to be that server that is fumbling their way through the night struggling and you know giving bad service because and i'm talking about servers in the restaurant industry right but giving bad service because uh they are new and they just don't understand you know being a server at the moment but how do they ever get the experience if nobody ever gives them the chance right and so don't ever lie about being new. My advice on this objection or this question or how to even go about this is own it. Own it, but frame it in such a way that it is a benefit to your client, right? Frame it so that it is a benefit for them. Hey, yes, I am new. I am a newer. You can just say newer, right? Hey, how long have you been in real estate? Are you a newer agent? Yes, hey, I actually am a newer real estate agent. 
And what's really cool about that is, you know, I spend all of my time understanding the market right now because I'm so fresh into the industry that I spend all of my time studying the data, learning, you know, what's going on as far as the inventory, the appreciation, the market shifting right now, and all those types of things. I spend all of my time studying that. So I'm able to answer any questions that you may have. Another benefit to you of that is, hey, look, I don't actually have, uh, you know, 30 other people that I'm trying to balance and, and help and, and, you know, those types of things. So what I'm trying to get at is I'm more available than a lot of the other agents in the office. And so I, you know, communication is always key in real estate, right? Communication, making sure that, you know, I'm available when you need something and you're available when I need something because this is a mutual relationship. So communication is key and I am available because I don't have all these other clients or people that I'm helping buy homes. So therefore, I have basically all of my time for you, right? Any questions you may have, you need me to go show a home, you need anything like that, you know, I am available. So that's another benefit to you. Third benefit to you is that, yes, I am newer and in my office or at my brokerage, they know that. And so with that, though, they, I have the support of agents who do have, you know, 30 years, 20 years, 10 years experience, whatever the case may be. I have that behind me. They are here to support me and help me through the process if I need it in any sort of way. I don't expect that I do. But if I do need it or I have anything that I may need just a little bit of guidance on, I can definitely reach out to them and get it within a matter of minutes. So tons of benefits for you of me being a newer real estate agent, and I would be more than happy to answer any questions, any other questions you may have or things like that. So that's a great way to reframe it and so that you're explaining it is a benefit. It is a huge benefit for that that person, that client, right, to work with you. Um, so let me know what you think about that. Um, you can, you know, hit me up in the, in the Channel Junkies Facebook group or you can, you know, shoot me an email like we said in the beginning. But, yeah, that's a great way to handle that. So don't ever lie about being new. Okay. Next is number two on our list, spending money on BS marketing and coaching. So this always goes back to when you first get into the industry and people say you need to get a coach, you need to get a mentor, um, somebody who's going to be able to guide you along the way. Now, I'm not going to get into pitching EXP and all that type of stuff. I'm actually really not that good at pitching it. I just like talking about it because I think it's a business model is a no-brainer. But um, at EXP, when you're brand new, um, you do have a mentor. There's a difference. A mentor for your first three deals. Now, the other cool part about joining EXP, if you choose the right sponsor, choosing the right sponsor like myself, that if, we, if you and I are a good fit, then I would be the right sponsor. Um, but choosing the right sponsor. A sponsor is not obligated to do anything for you, but in today's day and age, and with what we offer here at the Channel Junkies, choosing the right sponsor, them having your back, helping you grow your business, again, being available for you, right, is what we're looking for. Um, and so they can be another coach or mentor your sponsor can be. Now, if you don't choose EXP Realty or me as your sponsor, then you know, a lot of people are going to tell you to hire a coach or a mentor, and they are two different things. And so a lot of times um, in today's day and age, too, you'll see if you look up like coaching, real estate coaching, you're going to see people like Tom Ferry, uh, Ricky Carruth, uh, Brandon Mulrennan, um, and then I'm not throwing shade at any of these guys. I'm just telling you, if you search it, that's probably what's going to come up. 
And so Tom Ferry is not a licensed agent. The other two are. Tom Ferry has never sold a home. Uh, so therefore, I'm not going to sit here and bash him on this episode. Uh, but I heard more bad than good about all that. Um, and so because of how big his business has gotten, he doesn't really actually coach you. But a lot of times what happens when you go to hire a coach, all they really become is an, an accountability partner. And then you may you may be a very motivated person uh, or self-driven individual like myself and don't need someone to hold me accountable because I have no problem doing the work. I don't need anybody to tell me to do the work. That's not the issue. I may need coaching in a certain aspect of something, whether it be cold calling, whether it be communication and talking, right? Whatever it be, uh, marketing coach, right? Stuff like that. So there's tons of different styles of coaching. Um, and then mentors is somebody else, again, who's supposed to be, you know, guiding, supporting, helping you grow your business, you know, answering questions and stuff like that. So there's a difference there. The other part of this was spending money on BS marketing. So what happens when you hire a coach who doesn't know exactly what they're doing or a coach who is just stuck in their old school ways? They th tell you to spend money on BS marketing and BS marketing, things like Facebook ads. Facebook ads have gone down the toilet. <laughs> they ha they really have. They used to be good. Now, I, do, do Facebook ads not convert at all? That's not true. Facebook ads do convert, but they convert at a very, very low rate. And when you start doing lead gen, um, it, you know, the, the typical campaigns that they're going to tell you to do, home search, da-da-da. When you do those, you're going to get these leads that come in. And who knows what a lead is anymore today's day and age anyway, right? Because there's so many fake email, phone numbers, and, and profiles out there that can scam into your ad. So they have a very low conversion rate. Um, other BS marketing, in my opinion, is sending out mailers. I just got one in my mailbox today. Um, I went to the grocery store yesterday, and I saw a realtor on the back of uh, my receipt, which I thought was hilarious. Um, <laughs> so BS marketing like that, billboards. Like, come on, billboards, really? Don't spend money on that type of crap, all right? And don't spend money on bullcrap coaching either. Reach out to me if you have a question. If you're thinking about hiring a certain coach, I will give you my honest, transparent opinion on it and if I think it could be beneficial for you. Now, I am not the end-all, be-all, say-all for coaching, right? A lot of them have their pros and cons. I'll just tell you if I think it's a waste of money or not. Look, you're new. I'm newer. Um, and so I've been around the block for a little bit more than you have, and I may be able to provide you some insight. So definitely reach out. Um, next, number one on our list of, you know, don't ever do these things is don't let your clients run you ragged. So as in this is when I talked about me you know, being caught up in some of these, this is the one for me. The other two, not so much. Um, I never lied about being new, and I, even though when I was new, I was scared of that question, I never lied about being new, and I've never spent money on BS marketing because I came from the marketing side of things and understood that already. So don't ever let your clients run you ragged. This is one that I almost let happen, <laughs> and so um, actually when I joined, I got my license and I joined this team, uh, one of my very first clients, I've told this story before, but one of my very first clients she was a wealthier individual from um, Northern California, and she wanted to buy a condo out here in Hawaii. And so to keep the, the story pretty short, what ended up happening was uh, she was coming for a visit, and then this is when COVID and the pandemic and all that stuff was nuts. 
Um, and she was coming for a visit. There were still a ton of restrictions. There's, you know, sellers are being very cautious about their homes and, and tons of things happening. And essentially what it was, was she was trying to like dictate my life while we were working within a, you know, client business relationship as, you know, how high to jump, when to jump, how far to jump, the timing of the jump, you know what I mean? All stuff like that, right? You're going to, hey, I'm going to land at this time. You're going to pick me up 30 minutes after I land. And then we're going to go look at this condo and then this condo and then this condo at these times. And then I need you to take me here. And I'm like, wait a minute. What the hell? Like, I have, does this, this lady not care about anything that I may or may not have going on? And so she was telling me all this before. Like, she didn't ask me, right? A lot of times, this is what we get caught up in is, we want to serve our clients at the highest level. We always do. We want to be there for them. We want to communicate. We want to help any way we can. We have this heart to serve, but I didn't set the boundary, right? And so she, because I didn't set a boundary, she full on ran with it and was just literally like telling me by the minute almost what I was going to be doing. It was nuts. And so um ended up firing her. <laughs> I ended up having to fire her as a client, my very first client. I had to fire, and then she left me a bad review saying that because she wasn't making a massive purchase, I didn't want to work with her, which was totally untrue. Uh, we were not a good fit together, and I had to fire her because she didn't respect my time, right? She had she did not care about my time. She only cared about hers, and so the whole point of this is, yeah, don't let clients run you ragged. You have to set your boundaries with your clients, right? Even if you got a little personal, hey, look, I do have family, I have kids, I have a soccer game or whatever it is. But right after that, or when I get home from that, right, I will do this, this and this, or at this, you know, communicate, set those boundaries. Hey, I after, you know, seven o'clock, I don't answer anything, right? Or after five o'clock, I don't really answer very much because it's dinner time, it's my family time, stuff like that, right? You have to be transparent, but you have to set your boundaries with your clients. Do not let them try to dictate every aspect of your life or some will take it and run with it. And then you will be like, oh, my God, that was a nightmare. I'm so glad that was over. So don't let them run you ragged. Set your boundaries. So those are three things that you should never do as a new real estate agent. Again, coming from experience on all ends. Um, how to handle the objection as a new real estate agent, not spending that BS money on bullcrap, you know, marketing, coaching, mentoring, um, and again, setting your boundaries with your clients. So thank you for listening. Again, if you have any questions about EXP, about what we offer at the Channel Junkies, anything like that, I am Ryan at ChannelJunkies.com. You can check out Channel Junkies on YouTube, Channel Junkies on Facebook, everywhere and anywhere. Um, Ryan, R-Y-N Real Estate is my Instagram all those types of good stuff. But yeah, uh, check out all these other episodes for great information, stuff, tons of stuff uh, coming along. We're going to have some interviews and stuff coming up for here on the podcast. Thank you again, guys, for listening.